we all believe in something. A god, a higher power, intuition, ourselves, karma. Even believing in the absence of these things is believing in something. It's a part of our human nature. Religion can be an intimidating, uncomfortable, and even an offensive topic, especially when beliefs clash. But it is important. So let's start a conversation about it. In fact, let's start a few conversations about it. I'm Anna Weeks, and this is Religious. On this episode, John Howard, one of my longtime friends, is joining the conversation by phone to share his agnostic worldview and how it affects his life. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being willing to, to come and to talk and discuss these things on religion and everything. I... You and I, John, we go way back, but for the people who don't know you, what what's your name? What's going on in your life? Where are you? What are you doing? My name's John. I'm 24 years old. I'm currently, right now, I'm working as a restaurant manager at a uh, chain sit-down restaurant. Um, may or may not be my career. Jury is still out on that one. We'll see what happens. Um... But can you say the name of the restaurant? I we may as well. A little place called Outback. <laughs> a little classic place, Outback Steakhouse. We love it. What's what's the catchphrase or the slogan? Oh, we have so many. There's no rules just right. There's come on down to the Outback or there's no no, there's one when you call and then it's like, um, uh, good day, mate. <laughs> that's the one that's i can't that's the one i was looking for i cannot do an australian accent uh but yeah i work for i work for outback um hard to say how long that's gonna happen uh we'll see um as far as like my core identity i consider myself like like the pillars of who i am i would say i'm a big reader i love reading i read all day every day pretty much nonstop. um I really enjoy, I think we share like a, a fascination with like other worldviews and and like deep dives into what other people believe and why they believe things. And I think that it's really fascinating to to discover how often people just hold beliefs because they believe them and not like for any specific reason. Um, but that's getting off track a little bit. I think a classic restaurant manager, um, tried and true homosexual, um, <laughs> from, from the get go. Uh, yeah. No one can see your mustache right now and see what I'm seeing, but you've got a, a luxurious mustache. Great mustache. <laughs> Freshly dyed. It is fresh. It That's looks, the dang true. It looks good. I've been coding it in just for men like every other day. Well, when I reached out to you to be on this podcast, you said two things. The first thing you said was that you would obviously love to be a part of it. And the second thing you said was that you're pretty much totally agnostic these days. What part has religion played on your past and how has it led you to your current beliefs? So I've been on a little bit of a roller coaster in terms of like my core beliefs over the course of my life and really over the course of the last couple of years, I would say even. Um, I grew up 
extremely Southern Baptist, very fundamentalist. Um, I'm sure you remember my family was of uh, some of the most colorful <laughs> in terms of uh, our, our fun times. Um, and I've kind of struggled back and forth with whether or not I believe that I believed in Christianity when I was when I was younger. I think if if we get down to the truth of what I really think about it, I think that I was too young to really know one way or the other um, and to really believe. I don't think you can really, truly believe anything with like an educated uh, air about you when you're nine years old and scared. Um, so I struggled a lot being gay, obviously, and fundamental Southern Baptist. So sometimes people kind of assume that my sexuality is what made me no longer believe. And honestly, I would say that that definitely like pour gasoline on the fire um, but the fire was already there regardless. I think that I was already pretty, pretty much distancing myself internally from a lot of the, the, um, principles and beliefs of the church. And I would say it, it definitely got more hard set, uh, when I would experience, you know, some unfortunate like discrimination and whatnot. Um, but overall, I would say I was a Christian until I was about 12 or 13. And then from there, I went on this long journey of being like, well, I still believe in God, but I don't know, maybe not the God of the Bible, or maybe I do believe in the God of the Bible, or, or maybe I believe that the, like some stuff in the Bible is right and some stuff in the Bible is wrong. And I, I went back and forth that for a long time. And then around 16, I went staunch atheist. And I was like, God is dead. <laughs> But yeah, so I thought for a long time that I was like fully atheist. And I don't think that I was ever really fully atheist. I don't think that we'll get into more of this later, like how I feel about this. But I don't think that I've ever really had the ability to like have those kind of hard, hard set opinions. I always kind of end up softening one way or another. Um, but I was pretty hard atheist for a while. And then I slipped into a brief window of agnosticism when i was like 19 and it was a great time loved it um great memories from being agnostic and then i ended up with this friend of mine um named Kristen and our other friend katie we went on this journey together of exploring some like pagan ideals and exploring some like things like astrology things like tarot cards tarot reading general spiritualism and i would say i had a lot of fun there and i learned a lot of really interesting stuff especially in regards to like reading tarot and whatnot i don't i hesitate to say that i again ever really truly believed in some of the more like intense paganism or spiritualism at most, I would say I was like vaguely spiritualist because I, I have a little bit of an issue where I come across a new belief system and I'm like so entranced by it. And I think it's so interesting. I think that sometimes I mistake that interest for belief when end of the day, putting it under my head, I don't really believe in like spirit guides and tarot cards and especially astrology. Like 
at the end of the day, God knows I don't want to be a Gemini. <laughs> so I will choose to not believe in astrology purely for that. Um, but somewhere along in there, I kind of got disenfranchised with the whole uh, spiritualism thing because things got very, things got very woo-woo very quick. Um, suddenly it became a lot of my friends would, would get like, you know, that app CoStar? they'd get co-star and they're like co-star told me not to do this today so i can't do it today and i'm like girlfriend i just wanted to get ice cream like are you telling me that co-star told you you can't get ice cream and that's when i was like yeah this might not be true um and now i'm pretty staunchly agnostic and specifically so there's a couple different kinds of agnosticism there's an agnostic theist which believes in a god or gods but doesn't claim to know with 100 percent certainty and there's agnostic atheist which lacks a belief in a god or gods but doesn't know for sure with 100 percent certainty i would classify myself as ag- agnostic atheist like in my in my heart in my soul i don't really believe in any kind of god or gods or spirituality or anything like that but i also think it would be extremely arrogant of me to just be like no there's nothing i know for sure there's nothing cuz the universe is so much bigger than me the just just the world like just the earth is so much bigger than me in general it, it's it's pretty ridiculous to for me to sit down a manager at Opax Steakhouse and be like, there is no God. I know. Don't worry, guys. I figured it out. Like, I just don't believe that at all. Um, but like I said, I do kind of feel like, like in, if I were to just like follow my feelings, I do lean more towards atheist than I do theist. Okay. So you personally don't believe there is a God, but you're not willing to say with like a hundred percent certainty that there isn't a God, period. Exactly. Like, like okay. if God were to come down from heaven and be like, hey, I wouldn't be like, you're not real. I'd be like, what's up, man? How's it going? What, what would you say, though? Like, if God, re- if God really did come down from heaven, you'd just be like, what's up? Like, oh, hey, bro. Like, what would be your first thoughts? Like, like, give me the tea. Can I be gay or not? <laughs> Let me know. Um... Like, I've also talked about this a few times, which is that, like, regardless of, and I I hope I can say this delicately, because I don't want anyone to feel offended in any way, but when I say this, but if, if let's say, like, the God that I was raised to believe in when I was a child, like, the God of my Southern Baptist fundamentalist family, if that God came down from heaven and was like, hey, here I am, worship me, I'd be like, I genuinely think I'd rather go to hell. Because, like, I have, it, and I struggle with, like, understanding where exactly, like, my moral compass comes from, but I really have always had a very, very strong sense of principles and, and morality that I, I will not fold on, regardless of however powerful something might, you know, tell me that this needs to be this way, this needs to be the other way. So jumping to your morals, since you you brought that up, what morals specifically are important to you, and like why? Where do you where do you get your morals from? This is kind of a weird one, but I think that I really developed my sense of morality from a lot of the books that I read when I was uh, growing up, like specifically like like the fictional books that I read. Um, 
uh this is gonna sound incredibly dorky but also like a lot of the a lot of the shows on like bbc i would say like anything written by stephen moffat i was like yeah he's on to something i i appreciate his principles um but like a lot of the stories that i i read and learned about gave me my sense of morality which i would say primarily consists of like being kind and and gentle and understanding as much as you possibly can and generally doing whatever you can not to like intentionally hurt people to to forgive people when things go badly um not to judge people and not to be too too quick to decide what's right or wrong i mean i'm i'm pretty i have like very hard set beliefs on on right or wrong when it comes to something like let's say murder or or stuff like that like clearly that harms somebody clearly things aren't great when that happens um but when it comes to other things like you know we, we talked about a lot like being gay or or transitioning to a different gender than you were assigned at birth things like that like i just i really don't believe in assigning morality to to choices like that or even not even choices because i don't don't know that i would call like a sexuality or or your gender a choice i just i think that like right and wrong is assigned to so many arbitrary things and i think at the end of the day if you're not hurting anyone if you're not intentionally causing harm and as long as you're being kind you're in the clear you're you're doing great (laughs) Yeah. So would you, this is kind of a weird question to ask someone. So it's going to take some like self-evaluation, but would you call yourself a good person? We're working on that one in therapy. Um, I would say, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, that I'm working on it. It's hard for me to say yes. Uh, just to do some light trauma dumping. Um, growing up, it was like, it was heavily implied to me at one point in my life that I was like fundamentally evil and like potentially the antichrist which sounds so ridiculous and it's so easy to be like clearly that's not true but when you're like 15 and it's it's your parents telling you that it gets internalized really quickly so I have a lot of moments where I feel like fundamentally evil and I feel like something is like fundamentally wrong with me because I don't believe in God or because I am gay or because I left the church. Those things, even though in my head, I don't believe that they're bad. I, it's still like in my heart makes me feel icky. You know, it makes me feel like a bad person, but I would say if I were to look at myself through the lens of my like logical beliefs and what I believe now I would call myself a decent person. I still have a lot of hypocrisy going on in my life. Like if I really were to examine myself and what I believe, to be honest with you, I should be a vegetarian and I'm just not like at the end of the day, when I give up the spiel about not hurting people, I really should, or like hurting like living things in general, I should be a vegetarian. There's no excuse. I'm just not. (laughs) So there are things like that that I think I'm going to need to work on. And I think I can either, you know, take two directions with it. I can either adjust what I believe or I can adjust how I behave. And I think it's going to have to be how I behave. 
going back to your belief in agnosticism and and how and how that shaped you so you essentially claim that you neither have faith or disbelief in god like you have neither of those and okay so how did you come to the conclusion that god is unknowable was there a certain experience that led you to that belief so I don't know if I would say there's any specific experience that led me to to believe that God is unknowable. I think that I just kind of arrived at that conclusion. Because when I think about, I've always been a big fan of space. And I think about like the size and, and scope of of the universe. And I think about everything that's going on in it and like how long it's been around for and how much longer it'll be around for. And I think about the whole grand scope of the universe in general. I just think it's kind of crazy to think that I or anyone else has just figured it out and just knows. And there's this, there's this, concept that I learned about in my ethics class in college called uh, metaphysical anti-realism and it talks about relativism and and like your perspective on the truth and so the idea of truth being relative I think is a really controversial topic um, especially growing up in the 2000s I remember relativism was talked about a lot and uh, demonized and put on a pedestal as the the solution to everything so people either loved it or hated it but at the end of the day I do believe in some kind of like exact truth but my perspective of the truth is like let's say if you and I are sitting at a table and there's a globe in the middle of the table and I describe you know, South Africa and and the Middle East and Asia, and you described North America and South America, we're both right. We're both describing the globe, but we're coming at it from different perspectives. So there's no way for one person sitting from one perspective to understand the whole truth. And that's kind of how I feel about it. I just don't think that, because if you even think about, this is going to get really, I'm super out of my depth talking about this, but when you think about like, even just light, and how human beings can only perceive like such a small fraction of, of visible or not visible light of, of light in general. And it just makes you wonder like how much else are we not perceiving? Like we're, we're working on such a limited scope. It just seems, again, it seems crazy to me to, to, to take the tiny little fraction of information that we have and claim that we figured out the universe. Mm. Yeah. So would you say that you are agnostic based primarily on intellectual study or based on experience? Meaning that, like, was it the lack of, of answers to prayers or failures within organized religion or like some other experience that first caused you to question the existence of God? Or was it something you learned in school or your studies that started that doubt? So I think it was mostly stuff that I learned in my school and studies that that initiated the doubt and also just like moral issues that I had with some of the things written in in like the old testament for example or taught in in Christianity in general like I think that I stopped believing in God because of intellectual reasons but I think I stopped worshiping God because of moral reasons like 
there was, I think there was a little bit of time when I still believed in a God and I was just like, I'm not into that guy. <laughs> I'm not super down for it. I'm not vibing with it. So it's kind of a mix. I don't think that I ultimately would have ended up walking away from Christianity purely for, for emotional reasons. Usually I'm pretty, I would say I'm a, I'm a mix of like emotionally driven, but also, uh, like logically driven but at the end of the day i think that the 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 science and the like things that i learned overall is what drew me away it's it's less that i think that there's like irrefutable proof of the big bang or that you know that evolution is easily observable it's not that i believe those things it's more that like i said earlier it's more that i just don't buy that we've figured out the universe with our limited scope of information like it's it's less about what we know and more about everything we don't know that makes me mm. not believe in god okay so do you do you believe you have a sense of purpose for why you're here on earth or is this just this whole thing just like chance i really don't know there was a time, especially during my like spirituality phase, when I felt like I had some kind of purpose, but I feel like that's pretty lost on me these days. I I don't know that I think I have like a specific purpose. I there again, there are a lot of concepts that I find really interesting and that I really enjoy that I don't know that I necessarily believe. And like one of them that I find most interesting is the idea that like humanity and and conscious life is mostly just the universe trying to experience and perceive itself um so i mean in that perspective the point of living would just be to live and i like that a lot and it's it's difficult like i said to know where me liking an idea and believing in an idea comes comes and ends because i also love the idea of reincarnation i'm super fascinated by reincarnation i love the idea of past lives and future lives but Again, I don't necessarily believe it. What about death? What do you believe happens when we die? I have no idea. There, it could that's... be, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, who knows? I could, I could wake up in heaven. I could wake up in hell. I could wake up in a new body. I could wake up in some other limbo, or I could just never wake up. And sort of where I'm where I'm at right now is that's kind of not my problem <laughs> like whatever happens when I die is what happens when I die and I like that's a that's a problem for dead John exactly dead John will deal with that when the time comes and I'm sure that I'll have more thoughts on that once I ex I never experienced like close personal like loss of someone I like no one that I've been really close to has passed away and I'm sure that I'll be more interested in ideas of the afterlife once I've experienced that. But right now, it's just not even been something that has really interested me. Like, I haven't even thought about it that much, to be honest. So what is the most notable way that having more of an agnostic perspective on the world and the things around you, what is the most notable way that that affects your life? I think that it makes me, it gives me a sense of peace. Most of the time, I, I know that a lot of people have been really thrown off when I say that, because I think most, not most, I'd say a lot of people get 
their their sense of peace from a a religion that they're a part of or um you know by by praying or meditating or stuff like that but like i've said the the concept of everything that we don't know is so interesting to me and so like fascinating and exciting to me it gives me it makes the world more fun for me i would say like things are a little bit less serious like it's not life and death all the time um i don't have to worry about making sure that i'm living to some exact moral code or you know worrying that i'm not living up to what i what i should be doing i can just live and try and help people and try and be kind and try and be nice and try and have a positive impact and and know that sometimes i'm going to mess up and that's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Is there any advice that you would give listeners who are seeking answers in religion? So I would say religion can be a really beautiful and wonderful and comforting thing. But I would say examine what answers you're looking for and try and make sure you're coming at it from a healthy perspective. And I would say if you're if you're searching for some kind of religion to fill a void in you, um that's great. Try that and also therapy. <laughs> would be fantastic. <laughs> like just just give both a shot. Okay. So you you think people should should try to and you're not like you're not totally against it though. You think like that there could be value or answers possibly um that people could find in that and they can make their own, you know, conclusions and deductions from things but just to use reasoning. Exactly. My like my biggest frustration in the world is with I'm not going to name any names but with with people who <laughs> people who who disagree with me or or you know, don't follow my same mindset, but like try and pretend like they do when they're talking to me or try and pretend like they do when they're talking to other people who like share a similar mindset to me. I just believe what you believe and and make sure you you know why you believe it. Thanks so much for listening. More than anything, I hope this left you with more questions about your own faith journey and a burning desire to find the answers. If you want to continue the conversation or have specific questions you'd like to ask, please don't hesitate to reach out to either myself or today's guest. Our socials will be in the description and we'd love to hear from you.